0: Greetings, beautiful people, and welcome to the Secrets of a Witch podcast with me, Sabrina Scott, where I talk all about life, love, healing, witchcraft, magic, tarot, and everything in between. And first and foremost, I want to apologize for the ambient buzz in the background of today's episode. So in Toronto, we are currently in a heat wave. And uh, yeah, I need the air conditioner on so I do not die. So thank you so much for your patience and understanding. (laughs) I really appreciate it. So today's episode, I feel inspired to share a little bit about a tarot reading that I did for myself last night as well as this morning. And yes, it's two separate tarot readings, but despite shuffling extensively I pulled the exact same cards (laughs) and it really got me thinking about a lot of different things and first and foremost before I get into what this reading was even about I do want to encourage you guys to pick up my brand new tarot journal it is fucking awesome like I've been writing in it myself and using it multiple times a day and I am super fucking obsessed and honestly using this journal is a big part of like why I'm able to talk about what I'm going to be talking about today, right? Where I can just flip back a page or two and be like, oh shit, I pulled this exact same card or oh shit, I pulled this exact same set of three or four cards when I was asking about the exact same situation or a similar dynamic or whatever. And so it becomes so much easier to see these patterns in our readings and it becomes so much easier to get clear messages from the universe, from the energies, from our subconscious, from our ancestors, etc. When it's trying to talk to us about what it is we're doing wrong, maybe what choices we should be making instead of maybe the ones that we are making, etc., etc. And so... This reading was super interesting, and I'm not going to say exactly what it was about, but what I will say is it was kind of in regards to, like, what is the lessons that I've learned as a result of interfacing with this one person who will remain nameless. And, of course, you know, as a professional tarot reader, someone who has been helping folks with things, with tarot for many, many years now, I what I do know is people don't often go to the tarot repeatedly around an issue when everything is 100% exactly how you want it to be, right? So oftentimes people will go to tarot when we're kind of stressed or something seems unclear. And so generally when we are asking about a person a few times or like, what is the lesson with this person like, What do I need to learn from this situation, etc.? Uh, Usually that indicates that it is uh, not the greatest situation, right? Like someone fucked up somewhere, someone's feelings are hurt like it's not a really good fit but you want it to be a good fit so you keep asking things in the cards yeah sometimes I do that stuff too I'm just like you guys (laughs) okay (laughs) so I get it like so whenever you guys come to me in a tarot reading which I'm still offering by the way you can book on my website sabrinamscott.com so like when you guys come to me with that type of stuff I'm not judging you because I've been there and will probably be there in the future right so I totally get it and what was so interesting about this series of readings where the exact same cards came up, like I was kind of... then the first reading, I was like, my life if I stop interfacing with this person. And then the second column was my life if I uh, continue along with this person. It's hilarious. And so... <laughs> the left-hand column was you know, fuck off, basically, like, do not continue, leave, say no, etc., cut off, um, and the card I got was the four of swords, what does that mean, rest, rejuvenation, our brain is actually able to take a breath, peace, that's a very chill card, right, it's like, we don't have to be using our swords. We don't have to be wielding our swords to defend ourselves or to battle or whatever. Like we can just kind of chill and rest and notice it's a four and fours in the tarot tend to be about stability, mental stability. If I no longer engage with this person sounds pretty fucking great, right? On its own. I agree. I agree. And so hilariously, and I've been pulling these two cards quite a few times in regards to this individual. So I'm like laughing that these two cards came up like yeah, in this reading last night as well as another one this morning where I was asking, like, what is the last I need to take from this this whole situation? And the cards are as follows King of Cups reversed and nine of swords. So interesting. And so the nine of swords obviously is the total opposite. Of the Four of Swords. For those of you who aren't familiar with the Rider Waite Smith, what is so interesting about these two cards is that they are, as far as I can recall off top of my head, like the only cards in the tarot that are specifically about like sleeping like they're the only cards that have some kind of bed situation happening and obviously with the four of swords a little bit more symbolic we see like what is potentially a a crypt (laughs) like we see like a figure that could be carved out of stone or marble like kind of like laying down and praying and chilling but in the tarot it does not mean death that card just means relaxation taking a break taking a rest right specifically a mental rest And the Nine of Swords, what we see is someone in bed. It's a card with a black background. There's not very many of those in the tarot. There's only like three or so from top of my head. And this person is sitting up in bed with their head in their hands, looking like they're crying or at least incredibly upset. It's dark, so it's clearly the middle of the night. This person is having nightmares, can't sleep. There's nine swords up on the wall beside them. And so this is a card of worry, anxiety, mental turmoil, stress, right? We've got all our swords out with stress. And so we see these two cards that have a very different relationship to this idea of mental peace, mental rest, and also a different relationship to self-defense, right? And combined with that King of Cups reverse, which I pulled a ton lately, and I just want to break this down. So you guys know I've been talking a lot about masculine energy and feminine energy, and I'll be talking more in the future about the wounded and empowered versions of this. I've brainstormed out some lists in my phone notes app about this. I can't wait to teach more about this. I've got a course coming up about this. But anyway, all of that to say, what we could do is to read an upright king of cups as an empowered masculine energy man. And yet, when the card is reversed, we can see that that man is likely not in his empowered energy. He is in his wounded energy because the card is reversed. And so the clear message here, as far as I'm concerned, for my situation is that when we're around just making time for interfacing with etc a wounded masculine energy man the natural result of that is going to be that nine of swords upset stressed out not peaceful type of energy right and so if anyone is listening to this and you're like why why is wounded like masculine energy a bad thing like shouldn't we want to like help people and fix them and whatever and the reading clearly says like that is not to your benefit it's not to your benefit right and so what's so interesting about the wounded masculine energy especially as it's in a king of cups reversed right so the cups is a feminine energy suit And so this just underscores in yet one more way how and why this individual is going to be in their wounded kind of space, right? They're going to be a bit more in a feminine energy space, which is really not really what I'm looking for. And so what's so interesting is this morning I pulled another few cards just like, what is the lesson I need to take away like from this situation? And I pulled, yet again, after shuffling for a very long time, the King of Cups reversed and the Nine of Swords. And so what I can take from this, what we can all take from this, if you're interested in dating in a dynamic with the way that I personally am, and I know you might not be, You might already have the relationship part of your life figured out. And if that's you, high five. Good job. Love it for you. But if you're like me, single as a Pringle and still dating and doing your thing, meeting people and looking for that one person that will sweep you off your feet and treat you exactly the way that you want to be treated. What we can take from all of this reading is it's better to be alone and peaceful, stable, with the Four of Swords. then it is to be with a man who is in his wounded energy. Because when we're with a man who is in his wounded energy, the reversed King of Cups, we end up as... The Nine of Swords, upset, miserable, depressed, can't sleep, sad, emotional, rather than the peaceful Four of Swords. And so if you don't know these cards, uh, look them up, Google them, pull out your closest tarot deck. No matter which deck it is, I think this pattern will likely hold true. The Four of Swords will be a bit more mellow and chill the nine of swords will look stressful as fuck but the the deck that i was reading for um or with for this reading was the old school Rider wade smith and you can see that contrast of different ways of relating to rest different ways of relating to the bed different ways of relating to peace And so that contrast with this deck for me is particularly potent and like very evocative if you look at that imagery. And so my beautiful friends, if you are actively dating, if you are a woman who is interested in dating men, do pay attention whenever you pull a reversed king of cups in particular. When we see our first King of Cups, in particular, what that tends to show us is a man who seems sensitive, a man who seems emotionally aware, a man who seems in touch with himself. But what lies underneath the surface is that this person is not authentically actually like that. They still have quite a lot of inner work to do. And with a wounded man, their woundedness always comes first. They are like a needy child. And they are incapable of really stepping into an empowered version of their masculine energy because they are so needy. Whenever any of us is wounded, there does tend to be a little bit of a narcissism that comes along with that. I don't mean that in, like, the clinical sense. I mean that in terms of, you know, whenever we are wounded, we're very us-centered, right? Like, I think back to when I was in my late teens and I was super depressed and dealing with a lot of my own woundedness from my upbringing. I was super into myself, right? And, like, there was a self-loathing and a self-hatred and all of that when I was that age because I was so wounded and so hurting and so in need of healing but if you think about it like someone who is in that space of woundedness like they they can't really see past their nose they have no deeper insight they are not really as aware of other people and like reality right they can only think about themselves and their needs So that is something to think about, my friends. Pay attention when you get certain cards that come up more than once. Take this lesson from my tarot reading with you into the rest of your day, into the rest of your week, your weekend, etc. Watch out for the King of Cups reversed and how he shows up in your life and of course go grab my tarot journal it is so fucking good like honestly i'm like obsessed it's the best ever (laughs) like i'm just like writing in it all day every day basically it's it's so much fun and i've always loved tarot reading obviously but having a journal specifically for tarot has just made everything so much better and there's a place to put in the moon phase and also i would like to say happy waxing half moon it is such a great moon phase right now for magic for manifestation for attraction for so many things you can grab my tarot journal on i was going to say on instagram that's not true on amazon so just look it up sabrina scott tarot journal it should show up should show up hardcover paperback is up to you what else i want to leave you guys with i would also like to leave you with an inspiring thought which is that you don't have to settle for 80 percent of what you want that person, that job, that thing, that whatever it is you want and you want in your life is out there. And if you feel more alone in a relationship than you do when you're by yourself, then that person is not a good fit for you. If someone is invalidating your emotions, making excuses and being kind of a dick, like guess what? You don't have to tolerate that. It doesn't matter how much they apologize or like Whatever. And I'm not saying that human beings are disposable. Of course not. But what I am saying is that not everyone needs to be your project. And what I am going to say is that relating can feel and be easy. Obviously, with every connection, there's going to be road bumps and roadblocks, and that's normal. But what I will say is if someone makes you feel unseen and unheard And that whatever you are talking about is just not being integrated. It is a-okay to walk away from that connection. I'm going to leave you with that. Okay, beauties, friends. I will chat with you guys all soon. As you know, I'm still taking an Instagram break. So I'll catch you guys there eventually, but not yet. If you want to send me an email to see how you can get your own tarot reading. If you would like any coaching around feminine energy whatever whatever feel free to pop me an email ceo at sabrina m com, and i look forward to hearing from you and chatting with you beautiful people very soon all right much love bye